1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as we begin to say goodbye to the international break and look ahead to the return of domestic football. Robbie Nielsen says Hearts can go on the front foot when they go to Rangers on Saturday. Jim Goodwin says St Mirren have offered Jamie McGrath a record contract to try and keep him and Ross County say their investigations shown no racist abuse was directed at Dundee United's Yandel Fuchs. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Gordon DL and Mark Wilson. Yeah, after a successful International break Gordon We're looking forward To the Scottish Premiership Resuming on Saturday And some big games Coming up Hearts Against Rangers At Ibrox The pick of the bunch But Celtic Have got a difficult game In hand as well Away to Motherwell And for once We've got all games On a Saturday So we will be kept On our toes Throughout Saturday's show Looking forward to it Yeah first time on the show Since Tuesday Well done to Scotland Hard uh, fought victory About three points Most important thing now we look forward to a fantastic weekend, Gordon. As Matt rightly said there, a lot of big games. First against second, Celtic travel to an on in forum, Motherwell at Fur Park. A lot of good games, a lot to look forward to. Yes, we are transitioning back from international football to domestic stuff, so pick up that phone and let us know what's on your mind. 0141 951 1025. I know for a fact that as good as the international stuff is getting, it's getting more exciting, more people are getting involved. There are still some of you out there Who are not that bothered About international football So if you've been sitting Waiting patiently For domestic football To be discussed again Now is your chance Don't waste it 01419511025 How much are you looking forward To the domestic stuff returning What are you expecting From your team this weekend How much are you looking forward To whatever fixture uh, You've got coming up Across Saturday afternoon If you do still have something Scotland related To get off your chest That's absolutely fine We're here for you as well but pick up the phone either way 01419511025 Right now Or Twitter At Clyde SSB I suppose the one Obvious Middle ground mark Is for The, the bigger teams and, and some others as well Is Seeing who comes back from, from international duty Fit First and foremost Who comes back in a good place The Scotland players will go back With a, a Spring in their step I'm sure Can they come straight back in The ones that are travelling From far and wide Kamar Roof Played for Jamaica uh, Tom Rogic and Furuhashi Played against each other mm. um, So th- that's that's where International football and, and club football Sort of collides over Today and tomorrow Yeah I think This stage of the season It is always a worry For the managers Where their players Are, are going to You know the, the far ends of the world Sometimes uh, Especially when we're Reaching that quarter stage Of the season And Games are coming round Pretty quickly um, you know the league table is starting to take shape Everyone's got a feel for each other And managers want their full quota of players to choose from So as always a concern And you're right in mentioning the Scotland players coming back I think I think we're used to Scotland players coming back In a, a wee bit of a downer from international duty and, uh, and years gone by But now they have something to come back and hold on to They are upbeat or they should be upbeat that group of players. So when you look down that league table, you know it's it's fairly spread the squad, and they they'll be in a good place just now. So, but injury is a big concern, and and travel, big games coming up at the weekend, um, and the managers will be hoping probably about now or even tomorrow morning their players are starting to arrive back in the country. Yeah, I think I think the managers can handle the travelling situation. It's not ideal, but 
the most important thing is they come back 100% fit, Gordon, ready to go at the weekend because, as Mark rightly said, it's not just Scotland. Uh, there are players from other teams all over the world playing for their countries. Um, but it's back to uh, usual business at the weekend. And there's a lot of important games there. We've highlighted Huge a games. few of them. Yeah, uh, even Dundee, the six o'clock uh, fixture against Aberdeen, who are under a little bit of pressure with Stephen Glass not getting many victories up there. Dundee sitting at the bottom of the table, desperate to get their first result. So a lot of important games coming up. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Now is the best time to get your calls in. So let's hear from you. If you've still got Scotland on your mind, that's absolutely fine. And if you want to join us looking ahead to the weekend's football, let's kick that off tonight. Rangers and Hearts fans, I think it's safe to say that's bang up there. Certainly one of the games, if not the game of the weekend. So how much are you looking forward to that one? Rangers fans, are you hopeful? How confident are you that after all the talk about not quite being at your best, you got the good win against Hibs before the break? Is this the... The fixture where it all really sparks into life Obviously top of the table Anyway it's a top of the table clash Hearts fans are you confident? Can you go there and and get something uh, on Saturday? 01419511025 Let's hear from you right now Gary McAllister thinks Rangers were close to getting back to their best In that second half against Hibs He says it's important they capitalise on the good spells they have in games Well we're delighted where we sit in the table You know I I think it's been well documented that we're uh, On occasions in games we've we've come off top level play But we're we're happy with the points We can can definitely play better But there has been been parts of games where I I think they've been excellent And we just want to just prolong those little 15-20 minute spells Within the games to longer spells I thought we were back to somewhere close to our best I thought we were moving the ball nice and quick. The movements were, and the combinations were quick and sharp. And we started to cause Hibernian problems. And we managed to get the right result. But that was more like it, definitely. That was Gary McAllister speaking to Sky at Rangers' open training session in front of fans today. Maybe you were there. Maybe you took the kids along on the, what's this, the October week. And you want to tell us all about it and how much they loved it. You can pick up the phone and share that with us as well. Did you ever do one of those, Mark? I did. Open yeah. training session. Yeah, Celtic Park. I think we got, I think it was around about 15,000. We got there, so quite a big crowd. But I must admit, they're supposed to be enjoyable. They're pretty nerve-wracking, you know. The, the training, you know, usually that's behind closed doors. Then we did a crossbar challenge, and everyone's giving it a bit. Oh, when you step up, and I was just lucky to to reach a goal. Uh, but it was enjoyable. It's good for the fans to see that side. So you felt more never... pressure training in front of the fans than you did in a big <laughs> yeah, game. Yeah, fifteen thousand yeah. nerve-wracking. Yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> be the be the goalkeeper. Hold on yeah. a minute. We were having a discussion in the office about some of his training and warm up in days gone by. So I don't think you can have a go. Yeah, we had open days as well. Nobody turned up, but we had open days. (laughs) You weren't allowed on the pitch to warm up, you were saying? Yeah, we we weren't allowed that. That was not the case in our days, Gordon. At three o'clock, referee blew his whistle, out you came. (laughs) He was telling me somebody, somebody for their warm up used to just get the towel in and do sit ups and press ups and then run out and play a game. Different era 01419511025 That's the number you need Come on Give us your excitement At the return of domestic football Because there has been a change People are getting more involved In the international break Than they used to But I know there are still people out there Who who don't like it that much Or who don't like it as much As the domestic stuff And you've been Counting down the days Until league football returns So that day is pretty much here Let's hear from you 01419511025 uh, 102.5 What about that then Gary McAllister saying You know he felt Rangers Were close to getting back To their best 
um, in the second half against Hibs. Gordon, it's such it's been such a weird start to the season. Mm. You look at the league table, you would shrug your shoulders and say, "What's the fuss? Rangers are top, nineteen points." But even the biggest, most supportive Rangers fans have noticed that they're just waiting for that little bit extra that they had been expecting. I think they were spoiled last year, Gordon, because a lot of the performances and the victories were very, very good indeed. Um, they played with a lot of confidence They didn't look like they were going to lose Many goals Especially at Ibrox uh, This season has been a bit different And one or two players haven't hit the heights That Rangers fans were expecting uh, But as Gary McAllister rightly said They're in a good place They're sitting top of the table I think Saturday's a, a massive game for both clubs um, If Hearts can go there and get something Now they'll go with all the confidence in the world. If there's a not a better time in the world for Hearts to go to Ibrox is now. One, they've not lost a game. They're playing with a lot of confidence. They're a good side. They're well organised. It's a massive test. It'll tell Hearts exactly where they are because obviously there'll be a massive crowd in there. There'll be Rangers fans hoping that Rangers get that result. Rangers come out in the front foot especially and it'll be an interesting game. Uh, I'm really looking forward to that one. I just I just can't wait for next week, Mark. The possibilities. If Halliday does anything of note, good or bad, we're gonna have an absolute field day next mm. Wednesday night when yeah. he's back in. That's, yeah, the, that's the first time. It. Yeah, I listened Very last selfish. night. Listen last night and he says he's looking forward to going back and, and seeing a few familiar faces. But like Andy Andy knows um where hearts are and they must fancy themselves to go there and put up a good show. You know, they must look at Hibs a couple of weeks ago and how Hibs approached that game and see where hearts are. Uh, within themselves See the way they're playing Playing in the front foot Playing with three up top Having a go at teams And, and getting success mm. I wonder if Robbie Nielsen Will do the it's same a, it's, on Saturday It's certainly got to be A big day for Andy uh, Usually he gets a view of Stephen Gerrard from the back Now on Saturday It'll probably be a side view So uh, <laughs> things are looking up <laughs> <laughs> you might need to provide a bit of explanation to that joke. I mean, from the bench. You mean, Frank? Good, good, yeah. good. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for clearing that up. Goodness me. Ten past six. We almost had to take the show off here. Right. Uh, Charlie is a Rangers fan. Charlie, how much are you looking forward to domestic stuff returning? Oh, I'm just go hibernate in Scotland play, you know what I mean? Oh, you don't have I'm to, of course. Been, I'm glad I'm doing well, right enough. You know what I mean for a change. We're getting there. We're getting there, Charlie. You, you don't. You don't. Like I say, I know it doesn't float everyone's boat. What are you? What are you expecting in Saturday? Big game, isn't it? To, to start back a top of the table clash. Oh, it's going to be. A, well, hopefully, going to be a good game. I think they'll. I think they'll be goal. You never know with that, you know, but I think it may be plenty goals in it. You know what I mean? Maybe three two either way. Hopefully for us. I thought something similar with the Hibs game. It'd be three two either way, but. We managed to win two one, so but uh, you never know with football. But I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean Gary McAllister, that clip we played there, Charlie, saying you felt there were parts of the second half. I think was it against Hibs, um, where, where he felt Rangers were, were getting back to their best. Is that something you share? Is that something you perhaps would expect to see this weekend? Uh, the second half, uh, we did we did play better, but they put it all down to they were doing to ten men, so that kind of wasted that a bit. You know what I mean? But um, I still think we would have beat them with 11 men. Because uh, we did waking up in the second half. Uh, well, we're all there. Them. It was, we thought we'd just going to be one in eight days after a wee while. But we managed to break them down and get the goal and win the game, you know. Uh, it was, I, would, I would put it doing that even better than the Celtic game. Uh, for, no, I, was, I think it was a, mere, um, a result that we needed even more. In the Celtic game 
Yeah, is that, I suppose the, the Ryan Porte sending off If you hadn't heard about it Where have you been? Um, it's been discussed at length Gordon But mm. it maybe did change things Because although Rangers fans were Understandably happy And Gary McAllister was happy With the second half That's always going to be there As a as a potential factor Whether it would have been the same with eleven, We'll never really know But it's almost like Here's another chance A top of the table clash Again As big a test Or up there with as big a test as you'll have faced this season um, Can Rangers go and sort of lay down that marker And push all this talk of lacking a spark to one side Yeah, if, if, if they get the three points at the weekend Gordon, they're certainly laying down a marker You're looking at two teams that There's one goal separates them Both scored 14 Rangers have conceded six Hearts of five Hearts haven't lost a game Rangers have lost one But Rangers are sitting top of the league And they're at Ibrox. So we've got the makings of a very exciting afternoon uh, We just hope like the Hibs game That was built up to be a, a real good game I do think that once it goes down to Hibs with 10 men Obviously Rangers all advantage in the world And they made that count It's not Rangers problem that they're playing 10 But if it's 11 v 11 Saturday I think it'll be a very very good entertaining mm. game I'm with Charlie I think there's goals written in both teams here well, uh, that's the difference I was going to say Gordon But Charlie says And Daz says From Rangers this season To last season You know I think everyone's Openly admitting That they're They're giving up chances And goals Much more than they did Obviously last season Last season they were You know watertight they, they didn't even look like Conceding possession Round about their box Never mind a goal And this season It is different And I think that's where the Some of the groans From the Rangers fans Are coming in they, Yes they were spoiled Daz says one or two Have probably not hit the heights I don't think any of them have hit the heights And it was in, it's an incredibly high bar that they set But they do concede chances They are conceding the odd goal And that encourages teams And it should encourage Hearts Going to Ibrox and Sarton uh, Charlie, hang on the line I'll get your thoughts on this Because Gary McAllister also spoke about Nathan Patterson During the international break He says the youngster's maturity uh, Is the thing that can help him further his development Listen, he's, he's, he just keeps on improving and improving we'll get a, we'll get a, we, we feel we've got a a, a, a player who can play a long time for Rangers but also a player that can represent his country for a, for a long period as well and he'll just keep getting better he's just got to keep taking on board the information from the manager and the coaches here at Rangers and, and, the, and his development will just get, he'll get better and better you know he's, he's working on the, the fact that when he gets into that final third he's been working a lot on his qualities of his deliveries and, he, and, he, and, he, and the fact is in the last couple of games by that hard work He's got results. He's got a level head, you know, and he, he does take he, he does take information on really well. But it's the fact that he's he's, he's a humble lad, you know, and that and I think that's that that's standing him in good stead as well. And that that'll that'll help him when you play at a club at this level. I mean, Charlie, you said earlier international football doesn't necessarily float your boat, which is absolutely fine. It it must help a little bit though when you see one of your young prospects going on to the international stage and making such a telling impact as Nathan Patterson did the other night. Uh, well, as I say, that was one of the reasons why I did watch bits of it, to tell you the truth, you know, because he, he was playing now and again, you know, when I seen him uh, uh, crossing that ball for a big, uh, the big guy to get it in the net, you know, some some cross, you know what I mean? Uh, as I say, he is, he is a great wee player, and um, the thing is, there's too many turn up eyebrows, you say, I don't really want to have any to come in the park now, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, it's going to be a, str- a strange one, mm. because... The, the last game And it was a big one And they were both fit And Tavernier didn't play Patterson did Patterson then goes away Starts one game for his country Comes on and Assists the winning goal for the other 
Has he still got um, I'm assuming he comes back fit I mean does, is, is it his jersey to keep Is it it's a, it's a massive decision That Steven Gerrard's got I think Because this is what I was I talking think, about I think the Rangers fans Are splitting this Do you know At, at the start of the show Where you know It's alright for me to say Right okay International football's done and, and we now look forward But they're obviously linked You've got Nathan Patterson Who'll come back with a A spring in his step mm. That was Gary McAllister There speaking about him um, What do you think um, This weekend uh, if it was if it was me, Gordon, I would probably stick with my captain Tavernier. I but think when you say stick with it was yeah no I would I would, play, I would yeah I know he played against us but I would bring Tavernier back in. I think he offers so much. This young boy is Gary McAllister saying there. He's learning his trade. He's learning every day. He's certainly got a bright future of that. There's no doubt. We all agree on that. Mm. Um, he's playing with a lot of confidence He comes off the bench the other night there. That's a terrific ball And it's just interesting to hear the assistant manager saying He's working on that aspect of his game So that's very good But I just think that Tavernier I, I just think he gives that little bit extra just now I think he's got the more experience I think he's a captain I think he's you know, set set plays maybe really important free kicks. We've seen what he, he's capable up at Perth mm-hmm. when he, he he takes it in his right foot and puts it in the top corner. So my personal opinion, I would go with Tavernier. I know a lot of Rangers fans yeah. out there would probably disagree and go with Patterson. Mark, you just wonder how much the decision from Stevie Clark to start Nathan Patterson against Israel was influenced by the fact that he just played that yeah. game. For Rangers, um, and and now we just we just go back into another cycle. We've got a, it's still a must-win game. We, we want to beat Moldova and seal second place. Rangers have seven games between now and then. How many of them do Nathan Patterson does Nathan Patterson yeah. play? Yeah, that will be interesting. Um, I, I get what Dad's saying. Tavernier does give you quality. He is your captain. He has been rested over this international break, so maybe he's fresh, but. You're right Gordon Hibs was a big game at home You know Stephen Gerrard knew the threat That Hibs posed And how well they've been playing Yet he played Patterson And I'd I'd be surprised If he doesn't play him again On, on Saturday You know why wouldn't he He's went away He's he, Shaky first half But done well The second half Good when he came on the other night So he'll be on a high So If anything He's in a better place Than before the Hibs game So Why not put him in Thank you Charlie Let's bring in John on the line And see what his point is Hi John Hi guys, oh, how no. you doing, Daz? Mark and Gordon. Uh, uh, before I make my point, I just hope the referees get no more honest mistakes on Saturday. Anyway, just a footnote. No, all about me, Patterson. I obviously I'm a big Celtic man, but I come on here, Gordon. If you remember, Gordon Duncan, about three or four years ago. Well, four years ago now. And you're I, asking a lot of me here, John. Seriously. Uh, I, I know. Sorry, not got it. I asked. I asked uh, if Mark Greedy had heard a, a story about Stephen Gerrard coming up here. If you, you maybe not remember right Do you know what John Do you know what I actually do remember that So I take it I take my cynicism back I remember the very call On you go Rangers and Cel- My Rangers pals And Celtic fans Had a laugh at me But My point is I heard last night And then I spoke to my mate This morning uh, About Apparently I know they're supposed to be Man United We're supposed to be Looking at Patterson For next season But apparently I was told today And last night That Patterson Has been told to stay where he is With Stephen Gerrard Because Gerard has been guaranteed this Liverpool job in two years and he wants to take Kim with him. So I'm just wanting to know if Emily's heard then. Oh, nothing better than the good rumour, Mel Mark. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot going on there. Heard um, something that's happening in two years. Yeah. That's a long time away, John. Who's told you that? 
We can't give the sources away, can we? Why? Why is it? See, when people hear these things, they can never tell you anything. Because this this top secret source will never (laughs) tell them anything (laughs) again. (laughs) We're the tarot cards. (laughs) Pick a card, John. Pick a card. John, how can Stephen Gerrard be guaranteed the Liverpool job in two years' time? Now, look, bear with me. I, I appreciate I'm getting. A bit extreme here What if Steven Gerrard Finishes third this season And crashes out Of every cup competition He's not going to get The Liverpool job On the back of that Is he? I never know I think he's, I think he's a shoe in For the Liverpool job So I do No matter what happens Between now and two years time Yeah but it's, it's written in the stars For him I mean everybody knows I mean But a gambling man As I said That's the same guy That tell me This story What about Steve, I was sorry about Nathan Patterson that told me about Gerard four, coming up four years ago. To, to be fair, you know, jo, John is right. See, at the very before anyone had mentioned that, I do remember John mm-hmm. called this show and said, "I think Stephen Gerard to Rangers is a possibility." I'd never heard it before. And well, it was a, it's a great shout, but I don't that think. But I wonder if Klopp's phoned his wife, going to see in two years start house. <laughs> we have to no, get the contract it. up. And... No, I, um, I don't. I think everybody assumes that Stephen Gerrard will eventually end up at Liverpool. If it's two year, congratulations, John. If Nathan Parsons sitting there for two year and goes, brilliant. You're not quite convinced. I'm yet. not convinced okay. yet. No. John, you know what to do. Phone back and tell this lot. That you are right when, if and when it happens. 01419511025. More calls next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. It's 01419511025 on the phones or at Clyde SSB on Twitter. Uh, let's bring in Kevin, who's a Celtic fan on the line, and see what he has for us. Hi, Kevin. Hi, yeah. How's it going? You all right? Yeah, I'm fine, just finished my work, so still down there, just like you guys. Hard day's graft? Uh, usual. Usual, honestly, Kevin. People like you keeping this country going, we thank mm. you to allow wasters like these two to come in and just work for two hours at oh, night, no, honestly. Don't even know oh, what Kevin does. Oh, they do their stuff. They do their stuff. Hi, oh, hold on, you, on, you've, been, you've been out in the rain all <laughs> day. Exactly. Oh, wait, what do you mean exactly? You've been on the golf course no, in no, the gym I, and watching Squid Game. I've I, I watched Squid Game all <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I'm trying to take credit Squid for Ah, but I, listen, I put my hours of work in there. I deserve a bit of rest. <laughs> He's telling us this morning. Can we just sort of watch? Is that as soon as he wakes up? That's can, weird. Can we just expose this, right? For anyone who <laughs> has been swept up in in the Squid Game phenomenon, he only learned about it on Tuesday night, right? We told him about it on Tuesday night. He'd never heard of it. And he came in tonight And he's watched it all <laughs> How do you find Nine hours of TV In one day How do you do that It's not that difficult actually uh, but Yes it is It's not really And then you set your alarm Around about the Quarter to five up A couple of more episodes And then the That's strange He <laughs> told me that's earlier So when the rest of the so The population's up Watching the news Or breakfast TV He's watching boxes <laughs> Watching squid games I genuinely did All, all episodes in, in one day I've done nine No no Wednesday And I finished it Before I come in the studio You've got tonight. serious problems Wednesday, I, I, I'd recommend it To anyone out there right. I've started watch. it But I'm not as far on as I'll you I'll tell you the end No please don't You've done that before Anyway Kevin Enough about his private life Before we get ourselves in trouble Uh, What are you hoping for From your Your team Has it been a long International break Waiting to see them In action again No I really did Love Actually see Scotland Do well Mm -hmm. Obviously It's it's typical us Against the Pharaohs But we've done We may go to Moldova Get it sorted And that's us um, Sorted Absolutely Aye Um, My own team yeah, with injury problems, hopefully Forrest comes back. Mickey, Mickey Johnson, Big Julian, maybe 
fit as well. Angie said once we get the full camp relatively fit, we could actually do something. But I think we're up to scratch right now. Yeah, I mean that's the thing, Mark. This is what we said. Celtics difficulties, problems, call them what you want, were certainly exaggerated because of the last international break, which saw Kyogo Furuhashi uh, ruled out for what was it, six, seven games, yeah. such a, a key part. Now, obviously, you, you, people will be quick to phone and say every team gets injuries and you just need to deal with it. And of, of course you do, but Celtic aren't in a position yet through whatever, blame whoever you like, but they're not in a position yet to handle losing him. Yeah. Whilst away on international duty. So this time we'll be hoping for a better news when their yeah, players be- return. Better news when they return. I even think when you look at the last international break, uh, you look at this one, even Callum McGregor. So he, he obviously came back into the side, you know, played a game and a, a about a game and a half, went away in international duty, got more game time. So he's coming back in a better place as well. But Kevin's right. I mean, another you, good, um, a good impression for Scotland as well, didn't he? Yeah, over the yeah, two games. yeah. Uh, and uh, I think everyone realises what a good job he does in the in the centre park. And even when he's out the team, how much Scotland miss him. And Celtic certainly need them. So when you look at the players that are returning and you wonder how close Juranovic is, um, Julian as well. I think Julian's a big game. Now, he's going to take a wee bit of time to get up to speed in terms of game time. But just having him in and around the squad again, I think when he's fit, he will come straight into the centre of that defence. I don't think there's any doubt in that. Taylor, I wonder how far Taylor is away. So the more of these players come back, the stronger Celtic are. You're right, Celtic are aren't in a position just now to lose four and five big players and expect to get the same results. So I think Ange Postacoglu will be feeling a wee bit more optimistic this time round than he was about a month but ago. It, but it's a big game for him at the weekend, gone. Because uh, you look at um, Rangers against Hearts. If Rangers win that at home, then Celtic don't go to far part. And let's let's not be kidded here. This is going to be difficult. Mull were playing with a lot of confidence. Um, it's at Far Park There'll be a terrific atmosphere there Of course it will uh, It will be a difficult game for them But I think Celtic are so confident After that victory at Pataudry You've seen what it meant to their supporters And the players after it uh, Mark's right Their players steadily come back He talks about the importance of players The one for me And I know that it's a mixed bag with supporters Is Forrest I think Forrest gives Celtic so much I really do Without them in the team You notice there's something missing with him in the team, he gives you that. He can give you goals, he can give you assists, he can play different positions for you. He's an experienced player, he knows how Celtic, what the club's all about. I think he's been a massive miss to Celtic, I really do. But would he, would he go right in, do you think? See, he's fit and he's... Because he, if, if you're asking me if he's better than a badder just now, would I play him all day long? Mm. All day long I think Abad is a young lad That's coming into the club He's finding his feet Yes He's hit the ground running He's scored a few I take all that on board But you look at season after season after season What James Forrest has given Celtic And the experience and everything he's got I would certainly be trying to get him in my team As quick as I can I love Forrest You know that I think he's been terrific for Celtic But I think When you look at that Front three Ajota Abada And Kyogo all Ange Postacoglu signings And I, I don't think you could say Abad has had a bad start to his season I didn't you know, say I know, that, no, I'm no, I know, that I know you said he came in and scored goals So I think it'd be harsh to take Abad out I think he's he's filled that role well I think he plays better when Kyogo's there I think James Forrest 
would need a couple of games coming on and making a real impact to displace Abada. Mm. Uh, Kevin, before October's even done, we've only got a couple of weeks of it left, but before October's out, Celtic go to Fir Park. They then, of course, host St. Johnson. I'm just talking domestic. Um, they go away to Hibs and they host Livingston. How how big a two-week portion of the season is this, Kevin, for us finding out whether Celtic are going to keep getting better and, and will keep the pace or whether... Um, they're going to be a good bit off it. No, they shouldn't be a bit off it. It's always they shouldn't be playing with Celtic if they're off it. Um, obviously, they didn't on national break, but um, obviously the big Greek boy. He has. I don't know if he's fit. Um, hopefully, get a run of games. If, if that's he's, he can score goals. Yeah, I mean, you'd certainly imagine Mark. He's, he's getting closer. Um, to be honest, I probably worded that a bit clumsily towards Kevin. Um, but the same point. To yourself When you look at those Two away trips Motherwell And Hibs That's the third and fourth Teams in the table At the moment Both away from home I'm not sure St Johnson at home Is considered a A gimme you just, Everyone's Second favourite team We keep calling them St Johnson yeah. You just never quite know yeah. um, By the end of October we, 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 The picture could look Very different One way or the other For Celtic I could I think when Ange uh, Postacoglu Looks at the fixtures I, He's probably thinking They could be kinder to me um, I think he's getting players back At the right time For these huge challenges That is right I mean for parking On Saturday Is a huge challenge But to follow that up With Easter Road Is uh, Is an even bigger challenge So he can't afford to slip up Anywhere Kevin's right Yakimakis You wonder how he's coming along You'd like to think With a, a couple of weeks Off He'll be In and around the squad again um, So it's a huge It's a huge month For both sides And like I said at the start We're just about a quarter way through the season Everybody's got a feel for each other When you start dropping points now mm. You know Rangers or Celtic can quickly uh, Gather pace and quickly get away from you So huge month Do you think when a Yeti went away on international break He was telling Shakiri and the lads About this guy called Hugh Keevans Who's threatening to keep him out of the Celtic team <laughs> <laughs> I think he was trying to explain By the way Hugh's doing a good job What is Specky Tube and that language I don't know oh. Let's not even go there yeah. uh, Thank you Kevin Let's bring in William On the line And see how he's feeling Hi William uh, Hello uh, Gordon Gordon and Mark Hello uh, I just want to Pick up what Gordon said He made a good point Rangers at home That's my whole point Right In the last 24 games Rangers have drawn one And won 23 No saying the Hearts Are not playing well there But They've not played a level of player This season When they come up against Rangers at Ibrox I just think They'll be well up against it. It just seems to me the internationals, but uh, Sakala scored a great goal. Hadji was brilliant for Romania. Balogun scored for Nigeria. Roof for Jamaica. All the players seem to have a lot of confidence. I hope they bring that back to Saturday. And everybody else that's obviously been away and who have been training, I just think it's going to be difficult. Hearts. I'm not saying I'm not playing well, but they're not played a level a Rangers player this season. I don't think. Uh, I I can't disagree with that. I think it will be a big ask for Hearts. But my point is, um, they've started the season. They've not lost a uh, game, Gordon. They're up there in won, the league. Yeah, yeah, lost in the the, yeah, in the league. Um, they're going to Ibrox probably in the best shape they've been in for a long, long time, squad-wise as well. They've got a decent squad. They've got a good, strong bench. Um, they've got very, very good players and boys up front can can hurt you with goals. But I just think it is a big ass for Hearts. I think that Rangers, after their victory against Hibs, knowing the fact that if Hearts win, then they go top and leapfrog Rangers, 
I just think Rangers will be at it at the weekend and I do see them getting the three points. William, it's hard to separate international and domestic football at this point. You've just mentioned it. Sakala scored and uh, Roof scored and Hadji and Balogun, although I think Balogun had some ropey moments as well from, from what I noticed. Did you Do you think Nathan Patterson stays in the Rangers team following the international break? See, I have that debate, Gordon, with my friends. It's, it's, a, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Patterson's, play, Patterson's the future. As Gordon says, uh, Tavernier's the captain. Honestly, see, to be honest, Gordon, I don't really know what Stephen Gerrard's going to do here. I don't know if he's going to keep Patterson in or he's going to pick the way. I just know it's just too difficult to call. Mark, I know you were about to make a more general point before I rudely interrupted you. I forgot it. Oh, it must have been great. <laughs> no, 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 what I was going to say about Hearts. <laughs> I was just going to say about Hearts. One thing's for sure, they, they will have a go at Rangers. I don't think there's any doubt uh, or any thought of them coming back and sitting back. The way Hearts have played this season, you know, three up, that kind of three four three formation, it's worked for them. I don't think Robbie Nielsen will change, so it makes for an entertaining game. And it also... Leaves holes at the back That Rangers can maybe exploit So it'll be interesting We will hear from Robbie Nielsen Making that very point Maybe we don't need to bother oh. now Mark's just stolen yeah, his thunder yeah, yeah. Mark's Sorry, just told so us Exactly great how, minds, yeah. how Robbie like. Nielsen feels Thanks William 01419511025 It's a great time To get your call in Because we are going to get Some travel And you could be up next 01419511025 This is Scottish football's League leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel are here It's 01419511025 We are on Twitter as well um, After your revelation about binging Squid Game in a day Pozog thinks that you should have your own TV show It would be magic, he says I think that's the last thing we need We've got, enough of, them. Good. We've got enough of them on here I think to be after is, um, the watershed Yeah, not, not, an, not an ideal um, Nah, not for me I must no, say. That's not getting commissioned um, <laughs> we'll leave that with Pozog If he can sell it to us We'll take it to some Big shot TV execs oh, yeah. Like the Truman Show Or something You just fall every day Imagine that Just fall In a Truman Show style <laughs> Oh you don't want to do that You do not want to do that Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Before he says something He regrets Let's bring in Frank Who's in the city centre Hi Frank Hi there How's it going? Not too bad Good What's your uh, point tonight? My point tonight is I would play Patterson behind Tavernier uh, for the simple reason that we've seen Billy Gilmore come and go without actually seeing him in a Rangers first team top. And I think we're entitled to see Patterson before he goes. He'll maybe he's too immature for the English Premiership just now. I reckon a season or two out of him, then we've seen all we're going to see him. He's going to go on to better things. That's one point mm, I would interesting. like to make. Um, Mark We hear this a lot Because it's People are looking for a solution And you can understand it Frank and others are looking for Can you play them both? It's one of the great questions It never really goes away Are you convinced? No It's never going to happen I, I don't think under Stephen Gerrard the only, the only thing that I remember was it at the start of the season Stephen Gerrard said something That kind of hinted at it But then we've never really seen it since Never seen it But was it not more or less A hint if they went to a back three And, and one of them played the right side of that Almost like Tierney and Robertson At Scotland level You could see it Working If he has to change the shape But I don't think Stephen Gerrard's Really going to change the shape I mean, That Rangers drastic. haven't changed their shape In the three mm. years That he's been here Have they Gordon I mean you get A minor tweak here and there But um... It's who he decides to pick Gordon It's one or the other 
uh, one will go on the bench one will go um, in the right back position because Matt rightly said there if you're going to try and fit the two of them in you've got to ch- maybe change your and uh, tweak your uh, system Stephen Gerrard will not do that for just one player um, it'll be interesting to see who he plays on Saturday as I say I'll probably the jury about there will be split I think that a lot of people will want to see young Parson retain his uh, position Others will be thinking of the experience and what uh, Tavernier brings as a captain, assists, free kicks, corner kicks, everything. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what the Rangers manager thinks um, about this weekend's game. But I don't think so. You could look at maybe, you know, Patterson at right back and Tavernier and sitting in the middle of the park, but I don't mm. see that happening. Frank, so just I'm interested in the, the way you framed that. Have you resigned yourself? To that happening You you don't think For instance You're going to see Nathan Patterson As the Rangers Right back for a long time To come You you don't, you don't think That's going to happen Well it depends How the boy thinks about it If he's a Rangers Boy And he wants to play For Rangers I don't think Money would come into it But obviously Money talks And he's a great player And I think We we should see A couple of seasons Out of him Because if he goes Down to England Just now He'll be too inexperienced And all he'll be doing Is playing reserve team football Subs bench, whereas at Ibrox he gets experience. Don't forget, we can't leave Tavernier out because he scored twenty odd goals last season, and that from from a fullback, that's magic. You'll not get that in any other player in Scotland. A fullback scoring that amount of goals, so you can't keep Tavernier out. Oh, the only point I'm making is Hearts will be defending. Everybody that comes to Ibrox don't come to attack; they come to hold what they've got, a draw. And try to snatch a one. So I think if you play Tavernier in front of Patterson, Tavernier can create. That's the way I'm looking at it. The only thing I'll say to you, and um, you know, Patterson going down to England, is you mentioned a guy that you didn't see a lot at Ibrox, isn't playing the Premier League now, Gilmore. So he's playing the Premier League with Norwich. So uh, what's the what's the difference? You know, he's playing top class football. Um, Patterson, yeah, if he goes to one of these big clubs I don't think Patterson will believe in Rangers anytime soon Unless there's a bid that Rangers can't refuse um, I think that Patterson's quite happy there Under the management team, the coaching staff To learn his trade I think he knows what the situation is He's up against great competition in the captain Tavernier But it's just, I think if the right occasion comes in Patterson will probably end up in the English Premier League I think he's good enough for that but I think he's still at the learning stage just now. And I think, listen to Gary McAllister talking about him, I think he realises that. It's quite a, it's quite an interesting situation, Mark. For instance, I, I, I'm sure teams do their homework, and if, I'm sure they're aware anyway, but, but just on the off chance that there isn't. On the off chance you're a scout from down south, and the first you've noticed Nathan Patterson is playing for Scotland the other night, and then you, you go and do a bit of digging, and you say, well, wait, he doesn't really get a game. He doesn't get a game for Rangers. <laughs> it... it, it it's understandable because James Tavernier's there and he's the captain. Um, but it's it, it is not often we get so much hype about a young player that might not actually play any more than I don't know fifteen times between now yeah. and the end of the season. And he might, but yeah. he, he also might not. I think I made the point a couple of weeks ago that English scouts and teams that are making bids have obviously done their homework. You know, there's a lot more that goes into signing young uh, talent than just seeing them playing in the first team level you know a lot of homework about how they were how they're brought up the the way uh, even the way they move the way they run their running gait you know so all that goes into it and Nathan Patterson who, whoever's 
Looking to put bids in Would have done their homework Now then they see them Playing European football For Rangers And not on a great scale uh, You know Not 50 games Or 100 games But they see how he, he dealt with that They see him on international level The potential is clearly there And those teams think That that investment uh, What was it Was it 6 million Or was it above was that, that? Sorry Oh from the, the yeah, bid Yeah Was that Eight, they say, yeah. 6 to 8 million Or something like that They see that As a decent investment That they will get a, mm. a good return on So It's it's interesting Frank says You know Nathan Parson won't go But they can't leave uh, Tavernier out But it comes a time You've got to play mm. him Nathan Parson can't just Sit on the bench Because those bids I think it's per- it's Obviously And Gordon's listed off Some of the factors It's perfectly valid To say Tavernier should play Because he's a very good player Or he gives you goals Or assists The, the one thing Gordon That Surely somewhere They'll have to shake Mm -hmm. Is this fact that he's more experienced Because he will always be more experienced Nathan Patterson now can never Be more experienced than Than James Tavernier That's that's how time works But To use an example from the other side of the city Emilio Izaguirre was always more experienced Than Kieran Tierney Mm -hmm. And he was a former player of the year And yes to be fair he, He then had dipped a bit thereafter But eventually Whether he was more experienced or not didn't come into it So I wonder if, if At least you'll be willing To drop that as a, a reason Yeah I, I'm just I'm adding to my argument That why I would go With Tavernier just now I think If you're asking me Is Tavernier The better player just now I think it is In my opinion I think Patterson Will be like a Tierney Like Izaguirre And go by him But at that time Izaguirre was a better player Tierney was learning his trade Patterson's the same Patterson's got to be top quality Gordon I'm not denying that for a fact And Stephen Gerrard's got a massive decision to make on Saturday Where it's Patterson Tavernier Me personally My personal thing I would play Tavernier on Saturday I mean Frank Robbie Nielsen says Hearts will go on the front foot When they go to Ibrox But you're not convinced You're expecting them to just sit and make life difficult for Rangers I do actually I think Everybody that comes to Ibrox I'm a season ticket holder The first thing they do is don't lose goals And if they're after 20 minutes, half an hour, if there's still nothing each, then you can see the team's grown in confidence. But they still hold out and they try to break, uh, t- uh, try a breakaway and score a goal. That's been norm for Ibrooks for the past two years. So I don't expect anything mm. different. And Saturday, I must say that. But having come back to Billy uh, Gilmore, Gordon, Billy Gilmore went down to England three years ago, four years ago. And he's only hit the the Chelsea team in the last eighteen months, so it's no, no right. Yeah, but even down when he was sixteen, he's now what nineteen? Billy Gilmore, twenty. Twenty, right? So he's now starting to uh, stamp his authority on it. What age is Patterson? Twenty twenty one. Nineteen. Nineteen. So you're talking roughly the same age. <laughs> Nearly got yeah. Both wrong. Uh, but but you're not talking about a boy going down at sixteen now. Gilmore went down at sixteen, but now. 1920, these guys are ready to go out. Whether Parson goes to a massive club in England and goes to an Orange like Gilmore, he could handle that no problem at all. So, I'm not saying that Parson, I've said already, Parson to me will not be leaving Rangers just now. I think he's quite happy where he is. The debate is how do you get him into the team? And I think that, you know, week in, week out, and also keep Tavernier, who's your captain and has been brilliant for you, happy as well. You need to start Patterson on Saturday. To get him in the team? It's his 20th birthday on Saturday. Oh, right, okay. So I'd look it up just to make sure I was 
on the money on with the it money. I knew he was 19 but he turns 20 on Saturday so you can you can update your file uh, thank you very much to Frank I think that takes us up nicely to time for this Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online the scottishsun.co.uk slash football the pundits have been so poor at Beat the Pundit recently there are 10 no less than 10 signed balls on the desk for Mark Wilson and Gordon Deal to sign We've got a backlog You need to sign them We need to send them out You have shown signs of recovery You're back you, You've won a few Bye. Halliday was back to winning ways I think Wilson You get an extra shift on Monday And you won So it's not too bad But we, we need to do better So beat the pundits up next If you want to play Now is the time to call You just dial 0141 951 1025 And you need to call Before the news starts at 7 o'clock Tackle the headlines 0141 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Thursday night's Beat the Pundit Never short on entertainment I actually got a bone to pick with you I think you've got a lot to answer for What have I done? He was on on Monday So yeah. Hugh and Alex, goodness knows where they are Gallivanting about somewhere on the October break So he was in on Monday, off the subs bench mm-hmm. One on Beat the Pundit And the way he was Celebrating Goading his opponent Was right out of the DL playbook And it was horrible to see People were disgusted At the treatment That the poor contestant got (laughs) And I think he learned it All from you No I brought him up One with dignity Mm -hmm. Congratulate the loser Tell him it's a good game Doesn't happen to you very often Black Arthur's on He's given us some good stats For tonight Ready Wilson has the longest Winning streak this season At seven games Thank you But he then lost Uh, DL has the longest Losing streak this season Of three games But He's hit a bit of form recently And he's now On the longest Current winning streak Of five in a row At the moment There we go There you go We're banging for him I'll tell you what Whoever's listening to this the now Coming on Beat the Pundit Will be thinking Will I hang up or not Craig and East Bride is on Craig. Craig how's it going? Not bad Not bad How are you doing? Good thank We don't hear this very often Craig's said He'd rather face Wilson He thinks you are a force <laughs> To be reckoned with <laughs> Oh you're right Craig He'd rather face Wilson <laughs> Craig. Oh, I can't believe it Come on son Oh I can't believe it Craig honestly uh, I, 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 No I said I'd rather face Gordon Oh did you The producer's lying <laughs> oh, you're there alright Craig <laughs> <laughs> uh, Producer's a barefaced liar Quite frankly Right okay Let's let's get to it shall we Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football See usually I press that button Before I speak to Craig But you mm. two You've just got me all thrown off Everything's out of order uh, Tonight I think it's since we started Speculating about what you would Get up to on your own TV show um, Right Craig I'm cool. sure you know the drill I will toss the coin If it's heads it will be Mark Wilson If it's tails it will be Gordon Deal So let's find out And it's heads It's Wilson Back in the saddle again Okay Disappointing Disappointing Craig <laughs> try, try and beat him Before you he come in He knows champion. the brains Of this operation There's a zero Run all over him You didn't know the show Finishes at eight I'm just going to try And move on If you don't mind Come on ball it Craig I'll give Mark Some Clyde 2 To listen to So that he can't Steal Craig's answers Craig, 30 seconds, answer as many questions right as you can If you don't know, pass quickly And we will move on, okay? Ready? Ready Good man, 30 seconds, it starts now Which English side did Giorgio Samaras join Celtic from? And Bristol City What nationality's former Rangers striker Shota Avaladze? Georgian Benny Beningami joined Hearts from which English side? Nottingham Forest Colin Calderwood spent his full... 
career playing club football in which country? Scotland Name any current player in the Scottish top flight Who has caps for their South American national team um, Russell Latipi Which side are higher in the league currently St Johnston or St Mirren St Mirren Okay let's bring back Mark Wilson Mark can you hear us Yes 30 seconds ready Okay let's go Which English side did Georgia Samaras join Celtic from Man say What nationality is former Ranger striker Shota Avaladze Georgian Benny Beningami joined Hearts <laughs> From which English club? Pass Colin Calderwood spent his full playing career Playing club football in which country? England Name any current player in the Scottish top flight Who has caps for their South American national team Aribo oh. Which sides are higher in the league currently? <laughs> St Johnson or St Mirren? Uh, St Johnson <laughs> Is that why you're standing there? <laughs> I wondered what he was doing This doesn't really work on radio Craig But midway through that DL took his headphones off And just moved over to the other side of the studio And it was very off-putting I thought what is this clown doing now? And he's done you a favour He was covering up the league table That's on the wall I did wonder There's a method You never know there was a, There's a method to his madness every now and then Samaras Samaras joined from Man City You both got it Avaladze was Georgian You both got it What would you have said for Avaladze? I dread to think Oh I have no nah, idea no, Did Craig get that? Yes nah, he There's no way I, I thought he get, would have got that I never even get Man City Benny Beningame joined Hearts from Everton Did he? He yeah. did yeah. Colin Calderwood spent his full career Playing club football in England Mark Wilson goes 3-2 in front oh, Craig please. said Scotland Went for the more obvious one uh, name any current player in the Scottish top flight who has caps for their South American uh, South national American. team. Yeah, so Aribo's yeah. Nigerian, so a wee bit <laughs> off. That's like the Gordon DL school of geography. I know. Uh, I panicked here. I, 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 I noticed. I, and it's not even. <laughs> Do you know what? Craig, Craig panic. Craig's even worse. He said Russell Latipi. Russell Latipi. Retired fifteen years ago. That is one off the cuff. How confident do you need to be though to slag somebody after thinking that Joe Rebo plays for a South American team? <laughs> I know. Brass oh, neck on this guy. That's terrible, but not as bad Russell Latipi. Uh So, are we level at the moment? Mm. Oh, one of the worst games. No, no, Mark's in front. Mark's, Mark's one up. Mark's one up. Please tell me gets this right. Which Please. side are higher in the league currently? St. Johnson or St. Mirren? You had a 50 50 chance. On, Craig. Gordon covered up the league table. The answer is St. Mirren. And Craig oh, got yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Do you know what so makes bad. matters worse right I've seen him panning it He looked over And, and he couldn't see up. it I've seen your big nose covering uh, it uh. Well let's see your big bottle <laughs> Wow okay. I was wondering um, where that was going thank you, uh, Okay guy. let's go to the tiebreaker oh, Very We're on to a tiebreaker again Let's Read the question Mark will be asked to write his answer down And we will then invite Big To give us His Attempt Okay let's do it I like this question Since the year 2000 How many Swedes Have played a first team game For Celtic Quickly Mark Wilson I'm not giving you much time How many Swedes Have played for Celtic Let's see it Craig Oh no Oh no It's happened again (laughs) (laughs) It's happened again (laughs) They've both said eight How many was it Eight Oh Oh, it's got even worse because previously <laughs> you both 
This had never happened before And a couple of weeks ago They both said the same answer I gave you a second bite at it Because you were wrong And someone oh, got closer both got You both right. said I tell you what and We should just eight. call it a day That's, oh, that's so good I, I'm happy to give Craig the one And I'll take the one on the table as well No you can't do that no, What win. is this It's not golf There's no, there's no game here. Here. No, 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 Got no, the tiebreaker no. bang on Half no. a point each I'm more than happy to split that one No I'm you're not Craig that. Listen nah. You're the caller You don't make the rules we, we've, we've learned from this We've now got backup tiebreakers See we're evolving all the time uh-huh. On this show but Craig Here I'm goes <laughs> Second <laughs> Second attempt You'll never get this bang on how many years are there between Scotland's first appearance at a major tournament and our most recent one? Uh, Quickly write it down. How many years are cool. there between Scotland's first appearance at a major tournament and our most recent one? Okay, Craig, what would you go for? Uh, 62 years. <laughs> Bang on, Craig. Craig is spectacular. This is 67. Yeah, the same ball great. is on its way to East Kilbride. Mark Wilson said 50. Oh. It is 67. Craig was only five out. Craig, you've earned that the hard way. Well done. Thank you very much. Cheers. Brilliant, Brilliant Craig. Craig. Listen, well take my hat off to you. Half that was good. A, half a ball each, mate. I helped yeah, you. I like that. Well done, Craig in East Kilbride. Oh, it was good. Very good. Aye. Aye. That, that's amazing. Eh? Two is great getting eight. Aye. Does done me with the old league table stance. On one hand Interfering with play On one hand I don't mind it Because Craig doesn't have The league table in Craig. front of him well, he, might, well, he, he might, might have a plaster door On his wall on Or the, he might have the newspaper On the other hand It is quite funny Because there is no other Night of the week Where that would happen The other pundits Are quite encouraging Towards each other And he has absolutely <laughs> Done you done me there He's done me ah, okay. uh, the, the best bit about that And I know we're on radio Is he, he looked actually for looked round very confident yeah. <laughs> So for those, for those who don't know Producer Callum he's, he's, he, he puts a shift in He's got the league table Blown up on the wall We've got the fixtures All around the place And um, he has absolutely done he has, you there He has Yeah <laughs> Ah well uh, Listen you don't mind Getting beat with that Craig's knowledge here And the tiebreaker He three No he got eight And then he He was what A, a couple I of get three questions yeah. I deserves that I'd, I'd happily take a defeat To somebody that, like that Anybody answers Russell Latipe <laughs> Actually good <laughs> point Good point I'd take that back <laughs> Oh it was a poor performance From me <laughs> Anyway Russell <laughs> 01 wow. Joe Aribo Hello. I know I know But right, at least okay. he's still playing 01419511025 In the phones Or at Clyde SSB On Twitter Bill Is a Celtic fan Looking forward Bill To seeing your team Back in action Yes, yes, your your uh, your producer Callum has sort of reversed the way I wanted to 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 talk. Anyway, the first thing he wanted me to talk about. No, was, no, no. He doesn't decide. He'll just have been asking what you were on about. You you talk to us in whatever order you want, Bill. Take it away. Right. Well, I'll I'll take it the way I, I wanted to put it. I was phoning up to congratulate Motherwell on being sensible in the pricing for Celtic fans who want to watch or Motherwell fans who want to watch the game on Motherwell TV How much is it Bill? I, I usually just get Callum to pay for it and I watch it on his card in here on a Saturday How much is it? It's £12 Ah that's not bad is it? Unlike the idiots at uh, Livingston Ooh. who after despite the fact that the game was a sellout uh, wanted to charge the Celtic fans £20 to watch the game <laughs> Now that to me is complete and utter lunacy Ah, a bit, maybe a bit harsh with the use of the word idiots But um, yeah, yeah Mark t- Teams have got their different strategies on this The reasons for it Is it Can I stand here and justify 20 quid to watch a pay-per-view stream? Probably not So um, I won't try um, 
but but that's where we're at. This this is obviously going back to last season when it had to be done for people being locked out of games, and and some clubs have well clubs have kept it on, which by and large is a good thing. We, that's the, what we should see whether the price is going to be suitable to everyone or not. I, I would imagine not. Certainly not the bill. Yeah, of course it's a good thing. You know, it gives everyone access who who can't get to games throughout the years who couldn't get to games and had to just rely on highlights. But it gives fans a chance to watch. But clubs are well within their rights to to charge whatever they want. Do we? Would I pay twenty pounds? Pretty much the same as you, and Bill probably not. Um, that's why Motherwell, yep, is is more affordable, um, more inclined to do that. But Livingston, you know, they they've got their budgets. They they know what they must meet to to survive in this league against people with much bigger budgets. And if they thought they could get that, well, it's totally up to them. Um, but of course, that, that does it when you cut the price. Of course, it's just logic that encourages more an audience to to take the plunge and pay like Motherwell. I know who wouldn't pay it. Oh, anyway, <laughs> well, I like we well, need to discuss that. He doesn't need to pay first, for much. First, I'd like to congratulate Motherwell, right? Because they're brilliant at this sort of thing. But I can understand Livingston because for years, Gordon, and it's all gone for in, in, in years to come that. The lower clubs do make their money off the Rangers and Celtic supporters. You know, they chat that. I think it's that across the board, though. I think that's the going rate for every pay per view game. Uh, Livingston. I think so. Yeah, but um, Bill's got a ch- uh, an option like everyone else. You know, I know he's desperate to see his team. Uh, unfortunately, can't get a ticket. Then you've got to just bite the mm. bullet. You've got to pay it or you don't pay it, Gone. There's an option there for it. But £20 nowadays is a lot of money. I say again, I congratulate Motherwell. Always thinking outside the box, Alan Burrows. Uh, anyway, Bill, once you do, and if you do, or your fellow fans pay their £12, what are you expecting to see at the weekend? Well, I've already paid my £12, so I'm quite looking forward to it. Um, I, I think at the weekend it's going to be a very <clears throat> tight affair. I don't think it'll be a much of a free-scoring game. I think it'll probably be very tight. and It'll probably be decided by one goal, either one nothing or 2-1. I don't think that uh, there's going to be any free scoring in the game at all. Does it fall into that category of fixture mark, much like Pataudry last time, where obviously you're Celtic, you've got expectations, people want you to go and do it in a certain style, but it's the type of away fixture that get the three points and and worry about everything else at a later date? I think that has got to be the thinking uh, for Ange Postacoglu at the minute. Now, I know he, he likes to play a certain way, and it's... It's very eye-catching, it's good to watch It's good for a neutral to watch as well Because they leave plenty of space at the back But, like I say, it's earlier on It's a quarter way through the season The league is slowly starting to shape itself Into what will be the kind of final standards I know Celtic sitting six just now So that's how important it is to get the three points To get away from that sixth place To start going up the table A couple of wins does that and everybody knows Ange Postecoglou's philosophy. They're not all of a sudden going to say, oh, he's abandoned that, he's totally put it to one side, Celtic will never play like that. Three points is the most important thing at the minute, to keep touch with the, the early pace setters. And that's what he's got to think of in Saturday. It's difficult to make too many comparisons, Gordon, when teams change so much. You know, so What happened last season or the season before is not entirely relevant, but to contradict myself... We probably always say that it's a tough place for Celtic to go yet. Last season, the only time they went there, they won 4-1. The season before that, the twice they went there, they won 4-0 and 5-2. So there, there are always going to be moments, but certainly in the last three visits, they've not, they've not found it difficult at all. 
Yeah, uh, listen, they're capable of going at the weekend and, and winning comfortably. Let's not 13 goals they've scored in the yeah. last three visits. And, and the league, they're the top goal scorers in the league as well, Gordon. So they've obviously got that in their locker. Where it's a little bit different, like Hearts, I think if you're going to play Rangers and Celtic, if you're Hearts and Motherwell, now's the time. Because I know that obviously Motherwell went through Tyne Castle, lost poor performance, but up until then, their confidence was so high. They were playing very well. They've got a good system about them. They're at far part. They'll be a good crowd in there, desperate for domestic football to get back again. So I think that'll be a cracking game. I really do. Celtic will get favourites, no doubt about that. They'll be on such a high. They've got players coming back as well. Be interesting as much as we're looking at the Rangers side, what's going to be mm. the Celtic side at Fir Park? I think that's an air-cracking game. I just think we're in for a weekend of ter- terrific football. Not entirely important, just a small point, but you feel like things have shifted a little bit recently where, by and large, if you're a former player and you go to your old club, you, you just get booed, and it's kind of the way it is. I mean, look at Jeremy Frimpong. Didn't really do anything wrong. Earned Celtic a lot of money. Some Celtic fans still booed him. David, Turnbull? I wonder if David Turnbull falls into that ever-shrinking category where he'll just get a great reception. He's the first time he's he's going to go back there and play. I think when he went when Celtic went last year, he was unused. Um, you'd imagine he'll play, won't he? Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I think that the Motherwell fans will give him a good reception. Gone. He was a young lad that came through the ranks here. Uh, did particularly well for Motherwell. I know that you can say well, Frimpong made Celtic a lot of money, but obviously made Motherwell some money uh, off of Celtic. The boy went through a real hard time, obviously with the injury as well, the setback. I just think the mother of the fans will be glad to see him back at Fir Park. Unfortunately, it'll be in a Celtic top, and uh, I'm sure that David Turnbull, I'll be surprised if he gets booed. There you go. Uh, thank you very much to Bill on the line. We're going to speak to John. He and the full time teaser are both coming up next. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141 951 1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We are about to speak to John on the line But I better give you two your full time teaser quickly Because you're a bit daft And it takes you a while to come up with the answer So KJ has sent the question in tonight Thank you to KJ He wants you to name the last 10 full time managers In the Scottish top flight Who have more Who have 10 or more caps for their country as a player So we're looking for the last 10 full time managers In the Scottish top flight We've got 10 or more caps for their country Stephen as a Gerrard. player. Yeah, just 114 for him. Stephen Gerrard, well done. Right, okay. The top flight. Neil Alexander. Who? Graham Alexander. I keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Graham Alexander. <laughs> yeah. I don't mind. Yes, he's got 40 yeah. Scotland caps. Well done. I'll take mm. one more guess. Mark, you got anything at all? No, I'm not going to let this guy uh, steal the, the limelight, are you? Robin Nielsen get many caps. Stephen Glass must have caps for Scotland. Nope. No Well more, 10 or more Um. Oh Callum Davidson 19 for him Well done okay Leave it there then Can you name the last 10 full time managers In the Scottish top flight With 10 or more caps for their country As a player Let's bring in John What's your point tonight John See before again Gordon Can you tell me what I said 5 years ago on the radio Oh Can you tell me that way? You, you play to the audience Don't no, we tell you can mm. remember a guy five years ago Come on now I can't even remember what I've done last week I don't think anybody else can So don't play the audience please John That's because you don't see anything memorable Ah uh, that was Who me? Mm-hmm. I can see plenty of things that's memorable. Ten in a oh, row. Obviously not. Uh, Do you know what I mean? Obviously not. That's that's the thing. The call just struck me. And by the way, it was about your manager. It was a significant moment when we first thought about Stephen Gerrard coming to 
to Scotland There'll be a moment that you'll be happy about I'm sure Oh I certainly was happy right, So try that. and make this one memorable John And I'll give me a call mm. in five years alright Right, right. Two year it. Ago, hey, For the first two years it was hard work So you know what I mean Alright so, John come on We've not got all night Right okay My point is Ryan Jack And I, I think Scott I should come back into the team But Ryan Jack And you made a point about Balligan had a, a wee bit of a nightmare Good point to making that no, I mean, like, Nice to know You think about the player like that But what about his injury Do you know anything about that? I'm definitely going to remember <laughs> John, this John, talking John, that. He's talking John's on your case John who said that he had a nightmare? Well you said his sticky moments Is that, You better have seen a nightmare Because he's sticky moments So wh- which was it? Just because you wouldn't want to put words in my mouth I'm sure Did I say he had a nightmare? Right, no, I didn't think so. Okay, um, he scored a goal and did well. He had a shaky moment in defence at the other end. He did go off injured as well. John wants to know how much of a difference. I think his point. I can't really. I don't really know what point he was getting at, but it was something to do with Ryan Jack. And when he comes back, how big a boost will that be for Rangers? Oh, certainly be a big boost. He's a big player for them. Um, you know, he's an important player for them as well. And I think Stephen Gerrard really rates him uh, as a top player. And I think he would be a massive boost for him, Gordon. Gives him something, you know, an extra body in the middle of the park because there's a lot, a lot of games, a lot of fixtures. And he can rotate that team and not weaken it with the fact that Ryan Jack probably strengthened it because he was the main player there. And the big games, he was always first pick. So that'd be a big boost. And it'd be good for a lad to get back. He's had a, he's had a hard time out. Um, and it'd be nice to see him back on a, a, a football park. Yeah, I, I would be. Ryan Jack uh, has been, uh, I think, outstanding for Rangers over the piece. When, when is he back? Is is he expected? I think pretty soon. A, an absolute time frame on it, but he's, he's certainly getting closer. I noticed he posted pictures of his football boots. That's the way the, the modern players do it on social are, media these yeah, days. And um, so it's certainly close. getting closer. Yeah, and Stephen Gerrard, I'm sure, um, will maybe provide an update tomorrow. Yeah, um, but Ranger, that, that that middle part for Rangers. I think is has been strong. One Stephen Gerrard has has bolstered, and Lundstrom's come in for some criticism early doors, but then he's come back and shown that he is a good player. Um, plenty of options in there, and Stephen Gerrard never really sticks to the one option. Ryan Jack coming back just adds to adds to his options in there. Um, Stephen Davis, I mean, Steve Davis is brilliant every time he plays, but he's not getting any younger. I, I, do you really expect him to play 50 plus games again? Maybe maybe he'll surprise us and will But I'm sure with Ryan Jack coming back It just gives Stephen Gerrard the option To leave Davis out of the Let's say the, the not so important games and, and give him someone else to come in And know that it's a quality player coming into his place So I think Rangers fans will be happy to see him back Because it's been a, a long time uh, the boy's been out for who else is on your mind John I know you mentioned Scott Arfield But I was thinking through some of the The fixtures The ones with the bigger benches If you like I mean he was on the bench for the Sparta-Prague game I think he was on the bench for the Livingston game in the Cup and In fact he came on in that game um, But maybe hasn't featured in some of the others recently Is that someone you think You want to see more of in the, in the coming games? I think we miss him I'll be honest with you truthfully I think his link-up play with his front two is absolutely outstanding And at see last season for a while or a couple of times that he was left out for a wee while and then he came in and I really think he's a link up with the front I think we actually miss Scott Arfield and a lot of folk will maybe criticise me whatever they want to say but I think he's link up playing with Morelis and stuff like that just sitting behind is absolutely outstanding if you look back at all the games and the big games that we've won he's been quite influential so I don't know what's going on why he's been 
shunned a wee bit yeah. On the sideline One man who won't disagree with his Gordon Deal Because he's such a big fan um, But Gordon You just wonder At the moment it doesn't look like he's Right in the forefront of Stephen Gerrard's no. mind If you're talking about that sort of Those guys who can Play in midfield and be a bit more attacking Janine Bakuna has obviously been mm-hmm. signed as well And he's come off the bench a couple of times Not seeing a great deal of, of Scott Arfield recently uh, yeah, uh, you're 100% right I'm a big fan, Gordon uh, He's not had a lot of game time I think he brings something different to Rangers um, <clears throat> I totally understand that he's not in the team Because of the competition in there um, You see the amount of good players that Rangers have got And when Ryan Jack comes back That adds to the strength of the midlay part So he has to just be patient Wait for his time Because I really do think Arfield has got so much to offer Rangers I really do John, it was a pleasure as always. You have a good night. Let me just write this down. 14th of October. John mm. made great point <laughs> what about happy? Ryan Jack. <laughs> I'll keep that one in my diary. Yeah. 01419511025. <laughs> on the phones, we are on Twitter as well at Clyde SSB. Have you had any time to yeah. come up with it? No, I want to hear from Mark because he's not yeah. been very good at this. Uh, well, hang on. Uh, Kenny Miller. Yes, well done. He was Thank in you. here. Well, that's only because he was in here with you on oh, Monday exactly, night. Yeah. Oh, magnificent! See, you stand across here, a top striker, international striker. Uh-huh. I've never what a difference across for a fullback. Um, what about? <laughs> that's a terrible. That's a comeback. rubbish comeback. <laughs> what about? I was yeah. almost as bad as T Max from <laughs> last Thursday. <laughs> I, I didn't have time to think about that. I was too busy with the quiz here, Lennon. Yes. Lennon. Okay, yeah. we'll leave it there. You, you two are going to squish this. Honestly, uh, you actually. Craig Levine. Oh, right. Okay. Tell fine. me right. No, you just want to take over. Yeah, I feel I'm. I'm. I'm not. Right, you've now only got three left. You've got about thirty minutes <laughs> to do it. Tommy Wright one. Yeah, he is. He's got thirty-one international caps. No way. Goalkeeper. Has he? And yeah. Goalkeeper. Oh, yeah. safe Some, hands. Safe yeah. hands. Some man. Uh, right, well okay. done, does. Um, Thank you. Going to go back to the. I, I feel like I've. I'm guilty of like false advertising or something here. I, I think we were going to hear from Robbie Nielsen about an hour ago. And I, I usually try and keep my promises I didn't get round to it So uh, my apologies We'll go back to the phones in a second Let's hear from the Hearts boss Because it's quite interesting stuff He says that they will go on the front foot At Ibrooks. He believes they can get a result He does know however It will obviously be a big challenge It's a huge game And it's one that After the derby matches It's the one that you look for as well Going to, going to Glasgow So it's a big test for us We know that with good form at the moment As Rangers are You know, sitting top of the league Then we give ourselves a chance They've got good players, they've got good depth in players. Yes, they've maybe not quite hit the heights they did last year, but I'm sure there's different reasons for that, but they're still in good form. And, you know, we can talk all week, we can work in the training field all week, but we step out there on the pitch and the intensity and the, the fans that are there, 52,000, you know, good players playing against you, you know, can we carry out the game plan and get to a level? So it's not a test for the players, I believe they can, because I think they're all good players and they're all majority of them are experienced in big venues as well so you know we give ourselves a good chance first and foremost you have to have belief that we're going to go and do it you know we have to play the way we've played all season which is in the front foot get our good players into good areas you know and that's what we hope to do and also you need to carry a wee bit of luck when you go there there's no doubting that they will have possession within the game you know they've got some very very good players and we have to try and negate them so for me it's just about believing we can go and do it and then go and carry it out I think with Liam Boyce and Barry Mackay going back to Ibrooks, of course and Ben Woodburn you think Hearts can have a go, as as the saying goes? Uh, I think it's the only way they're going to get something. I know that there was an early caller saying that every team that goes to Ibrox sits in and tries to hit Rangers in the counter-attack. That's because they don't have the ball. Uh, Rangers 
tend to have the lion's share of the, the possession and it'll be no different uh, the weekend um, but I think Hearts have got an attacking option with the, the likes of the guys that you're talking about uh, Gary Mackay Stevens, another one that can open up defences Boyce is, uh, gets the goals um, they're decent at the back Gordon I just think that it'll be a hard task for him uh, it'll be interesting to see if he sticks with this at- attacking formation as much as it's very good now especially what's at Tynecastle. Uh, they've had some real good performances. But you go to Ibrox, it's, it's different. You're up against a top-quality side that don't tend to lose at Ibrox, don't give anything much away. Um, they've got quality players throughout their team. It'll be, it'll be very interesting, the tactical and the team lineups uh, come Saturday. Because probably. they've been fascinating, Mark. You're looking at a team who was in the Championship last season and in that awkward position of... Even winning games isn't enough And there was a yeah. lot of criticism And that doesn't mean it wasn't justified at times But you just got the feeling they had to just Get out of that division, get back And they have added, if you look at Beningamy uh, Woodburn, Mackay Guys who will all, Cochrane Guys who will all probably play So it's not the exact same squad um, but, but now showing that, that they're back in With a bang in the top flight They're you know, second in the table, one point off top at the moment It's not, we always knew they were going to be a bit different From the newly promoted sides But that they're now fulfilling that uh, Yeah I think that's the, the main point The a hearts coming up Is slightly different from Any other side coming up Because most teams Just rest on their laurels They've got into the Premiership It's been a toil to get there They maybe had one or two But I think hearts Realise that Obviously the size of club they are The expectation on them As soon as they get to the Premiership Is to challenge At the top end Making the top six Is a must right away And can they break That top three I guess is what their fans are thinking Robin Nielsen has I think taken that on And he's he's played a totally different way You know attacking football Going with three up Got a choice of wingers Barry Mackay coming in Daz is right Gary Mackay Stephen can come in Off the bench and make an impact as well Strikers that score goals They create plenty of chances And their back three When they play a back three Look very comfortable So I, I just can't see him changing On, on Saturday I think he will go to Ibrox The same formation Pretty much the same lineup that's seen them do so well and seen them not lose a game in the Premiership this year, um, and have a real go. I think it'll be a test for Rangers in their back four. We're, we're arguing if it's going to be Tavernier or Patterson that plays. Whoever plays, I think they'll have somebody directly up against them, wanting to take them the other way. It's not often that happens at Ibrox, so it'll be a test for whoever plays there. Okay, let's bring in Laurie, who's a Celtic fan on the line. Take it away, Laurie. Hey, panel. Good evening. Can I say that I thoroughly enjoyed listening to my. E. Joe Nemesis, John from Paisley, a few moments ago. Uh, him and I probably uh, are anathema uh, to each other. But you know what? It's all of a passionate discussion, and uh, he supports his team, Rangers, as fervently as I do mine, Celtic. So, John, if you're still listening, it was great to hear you, pal. So, I'm sure the feeling uh, will be mutual, Laurie. On you go. Well, I don't know about that, but. <laughs> I like to think I'm gracious, you know. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, before I make my, my own point, uh, my main point rather about my own team Celtic, it was fantastic to see uh, the young uh, players like Nathan Patterson and Bill, Billy Gilmer shining like a beacon, uh, you know, over the last uh, week or so. That boy Patterson, he takes me back to when I was a young guy. Uh, I'm 66 years of age and back in the 70s, we had right backs like John Brownlee, Stuart Kennedy, Danny McGrain, and Sandy Jordan. 
this young guy it potentially is up there on a par with him. And also, uh, Billy Gulmer, what an incredible talent he is. Uh, you know, he, he has got a maturity far beyond these years. Uh, he's able to pick out a pass. Uh, he is the future uh, Scottish midfielder uh, of the next 10 years. Yeah, I mean, did you see Did you see the look in Mark Wilson's face? He thought he was next in that list, didn't he? When it got, <laughs> to, when it got to McGrain, he thought Wilson was coming yeah, next, yeah, and it, it yeah. just didn't happen. No, Crushed it, him. It was never coming, was it? They had to move from the left back. Laurie's right, though, as we truly bid farewell to the international break. You know, it's, it's 20 to, to 8 on, on Thursday night, and we start, it starts to make its way into the rear view mirror Maybe a final word on the likes of Billy Gilmore, Gordon And, and how encouraging it's been over the last week or so Oh, it's been brilliant Since the, the day he was introduced in the Euros, Gordon uh, We knew he was going to be sensational for our country um, And he just gets better and better Great to see Patterson You've got the likes of, you know, the youngster ones Like Turnbull uh, sitting in the bench waiting there Nesbitt's getting about the, the, the scene We've got good backup, but it's great to see that, you know, Steve Clark gets a lot of uh, sticks sometimes about not giving youth a, a chance, but that is a good team at a good age, and there's plenty more to come. I know they struggled the other night, let's not be kidded, but they got the job done, that's the most important thing. And these guys now will be looking forward to see how they progress at club level, because the big question mark, we'll all be sitting here on Saturday waiting for a team to come in, Will Patterson start against that? Football's brutal, Mark, because you just can't predict how a career will will pan out. Loads of young players show good promise and fall away. Some are late bloomers. Some stay at a sort of you know same level throughout. I suppose the biggest compliment you can pay Billy Gilmore is you genuinely would be amazed if that happened. You would be absolutely amazed, and we just hope that it does. You you do need a bit of luck. You need things to go the right way. You need to stay injury free. Get the right opportunities at club level. But the maturity at the moment is striking, uh, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's, it really is unbelievable. And, you know, barring injuries, uh, you just can't see it happen. This guy is so level-headed, uh, brought up the right way. And he's been spoken about since he was 13, 14 year old. So he's had plenty of years with plenty of eyes on him and lots of attention. And he's dealt with it the right way. He's still got to the top with Chelsea. He's still improving. Uh, he's got to the top. In, in terms of international football as well Incredibly difficult to do that in the short space of time There was a pass he played the other night in the second half That uh, it, it may seem simple to anyone watching it It came to him on the half volley And he punched it in First time pass into a forward area And I thought Just incredible the vision And the confidence to play that as a young man And it's just sets you on the front foot right away. I think we've been guilty of too many sideways and backwards passes. People scared of taking risk. I don't think Billy Gilmore is ever guilty of being scared of taking risk, and it poses well for us in the future to have a midfielder controlling uh, games for us against even top opposition. He's an incredible talent. What about the domestic stuff this weekend, then, Laurie? Well, here's my point, Gordon. I, the guy I wanted to come on and uh, praise. Near be done. Unfashionable, unspectacular, but I'll tell you what, what a fantastic foil he is. He protects the two centre-backs. He takes the weight off the midfield players. He allows them to express themselves with creativity. That big guy is absolutely... I've been singing these praises for years in this programme. He's no the most uh, flashier players, 
But I'll tell you what, he's worth his weight in gold. And it was uh, obvious to me that when he played against Aberdeen, what a difference he made in the 70-plus minutes he played. And I'm glad to see, and I hope this is a sign of things to come, that Ange Posikoglu uh, will realise that he's got to tweak his system and he's got to play someone defensively like the biggest really uh, to protect the centre-backs and to release the midfielders. Yeah, it's an interesting point because he did come in for the Aberdeen game, Gordon. It was the first meaningful tweak, arguably, you could say that we had seen from Ange Postacoglu. I I just don't know what to make of Nir Beaton because every time he'll have a run at centre-back and people point out and say, is he actually any worse than the other centre-backs that are there? And then people say, some people are very clear in their mind, he's never a centre-back and he's just filling in there. Then I watch him again for Israel playing centre back in a back three yeah. and playing very well and as good as Scotland were. You know, he had a decent level of success against Shea Adams at times. Where, where is it? Is it, is it going to be in midfield? I, I thought he brought something to Celtic at Petodrigon. I thought he allowed McGregor to advance a bit forward where I like him because I think that as much as Carl McGregor's brilliant at sitting dictating the play, I also think he's terrific at. You know, um, opening up defences with passes, getting goals, getting on the end, making terrific runs. And that allowed McGregor that bit of freedom because he knew that he'd near beat on sitting behind, just covering. He's a very experienced boy. He knows how to play the game. He reads the game very well. He's a, he's a very good passer of the ball, Gordon. Away from home, at Far Park, especially at the weekend, I'll be surprised if he's not in the starting 11. Yeah, I have to agree Just a good player You know, a player that you can depend upon When he goes into centre-half Is he a centre-half? Well, he's been used that way for the last, what? How many years? Three years And I don't think through his doing You know, early on I heard that um, Through a couple of good sources That he didn't particularly oh, like Now who's dropping well, sources yeah, on the show? Well, okay. He well, didn't particularly like but who was I kind of gave up my sources <laughs> <laughs> Like John earlier <laughs> But he didn't particularly enjoy playing there but it was through necessity And he kind of grew into that position He's always been a centre midfielder And with Daz going away to Motherwell on Saturday I'd be very surprised if he wasn't in that starting lineup. It gives you that physicality Or maybe well. after a couple of weeks rest James McCarthy, anyone? No, no, uh, no. B-10 or right, okay. uh, Thank you to Laurie We'll get the rest of the answers to this teaser next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Call Robert Accident Repair NHS staff use code 67 For 10% off all repairs Keep up with the shows you love with Virgin Media, featuring more TV bangers than you can shake your remote at. Choose from hard-hitting US dramas, edgier seat live-action sports, kids' favourites, and loads of stuff in stunning Ultra HD, together with our lightning-fast broadband. Search our great value TV and broadband deals. Visit virginmedia.com. New customers, Virgin Fibre areas, subject to survey, network capacity, status, and credit check. 18-month minimum term, £35 setup fee. Content dependent on bundle taken, legal stuff applies. Clyde One loves supporting the community and local business. Home Energy Scotland is the Scottish Government's free energy advice service. Whether you need help heating your home or reducing your bills, a chat with them could really pay off. Plus, you could be eligible for energy-efficient home improvements worth £5,000. Call a friendly advisor or search Home Energy Scotland online. Clyde One loves supporting local business. Visit ClydeOne.com. At Wren, you get so much more than just a kitchen. Like 50% off all fully built kitchen units. Plus, our autumn sale is now on. 
Offer supply when you buy five or more units. When you say tubbies, we hear mm, mm, mm. Let's head up the racetrack pit stop garage on Paisley Road West. Oh yes, the original dessert lab by Tubbies. But we've always promised to spoil you for choice. So now you can experience up to 90 flavours of slushy and loads of tasty desserts and treats across more Glasgow locations, including Dumbarton Road in Christon and coming soon to Bears Den, Strathclyde Uni and Socky Hall Street. Tubby's Dessert Lab. Go on, you deserve it. Broadband. Pure fibre broadband for better reliability and speeds up to 10 times faster than average. Check availability at broadband.co.uk. It's bra, not to buffer. Janet runs a small business. Thanks to TSB, she's cruising around her home office like nobody's business. They gave her 25 months free banking. Now Janet doesn't just run a business, she feels like the business. That's life made more. Find out more at tsb.co.uk slash business. Free day-to-day banking period subject to staying within agreed limits. 18 plus and UK-based businesses only. T's and C's apply. Clyde One loves supporting the community and local business. There are takeaways and there's award-winning takeaways like Pepe's Fish and Pizza Bar, winners of the 2021 Fish and Chip Shop of the Year and the Scottish Prestige Awards. Try their delicious pakoras, wraps, kebabs, pizzas and munchie boxes. Tuck into something tasty from Pepe's Fish and Pizza Bar, Les Mahigo. Clyde One loves supporting local business. Visit ClydeOne.com. Hello, autumn, with your brisk days, long evenings, and now your fiery, tomatoey, hearty, taste the difference chicken and douya and kale soup from Sainsbury's. Let's dunk in Sainsbury's. Subject to availability, products in selected stores only. Not all products available in Northern Ireland. See in store for details. Sainsbury's.co.uk. Get in! Here's the life, boys, with Antibac for the home. It cleans with natural things. Antibac for the home, Bish Bash Bosh's 99.9% of viruses, including COVID-19. And it cleans with a 100% naturally derived ingredient. Use Biocide safely and always read the label and product information. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard This is a really good question tonight that KJ has sent in And if you want to hear your question on the show in the future I say it every night because I mean it The address that you need is fulltime at clyde1.com I'm sure you could come up with something So send it over and I'll try my best to use it in the future Can you name the last 10 full-time managers in the top flight With 10 or more caps for their country as a player? Now starting at the top with the most caps You've got Stephen Gerrard Then Graham Alexander Callum Davidson Neil Lennon and Tommy Wright Craig Levine Kenny Miller Three to get Right I'm going to give you a cracker here Steve Lomas St Johnston No absolutely not Right so that's wrong Mark Gary Holt You've redeemed yourself Yes I told you <laughs> Ten caps For Gary Holt yes, Well done, done that. Love. He tried the double bluff I thought that's the one You wouldn't get Well done Okay uh, uh, we'll, we'll go Steve Clark No Six caps I think From memory Malky Mackay No 
Right, okay, that's a march out the road. I was going to say, those were all my guesses, but he's just jumped in. And right, he obviously likes Neil McCann at Dundee. Yes. Yes. No, 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 hold on. Let's rephrase that. Whoever is texting him the answers I, likes this question. I, I, I honestly can swear I have not had one text. I honestly can swear. All right. That's, yeah. that's a new variation on that phrase. Um, we're getting a bit to the end of the show, so I'll, I'll save this, but I'll just. I'll just set it up Maybe for the weekend I think we can Delve into this a bit further With the help of the listeners We did discuss it previously But I'm just looking at it again What? That phone cover has to go Where? The bin Anywhere But on your phone That Mm. is an affront It is Well it's not real leather To start with Let's be honest Yeah that's pure leather It is Covered in Questionable stains It's tatty <laughs> It doesn't even fit the phone yeah, Why is it stained? It, it's saggy It hangs over the camera Are you which, talking about me here? Which, <laughs> what's saggy and covered saggy. in stains? <laughs> I feel a lot of descriptions getting my way there Me this cover's got a lot in common and It's no wonder that every selfie you put on Instagram is so blurry Because it hangs over the camera It defeats the purpose Yeah it does a Your button. camera is covered by that rotten stained Dog-eared Fake leather phone cover It's disgusting Doesn't even fit that phone I think either. we need to, we're, I'll, think so? I'll put a picture of this On Twitter on Saturday And we'll come up with something We'll need to get is it Someone out there Will have a, a phone cover company Or something That can point us in the right direction What's your nearest I've ever been described To a phone cover? <laughs> <laughs> it's awful still was you Absolutely awful What are you talking about me and that? Anyway, um, let's hear a bit more from some of the managers on a couple of different topics. Um, St Mirren fans wonder what they would make of this because they have offered Jamie McGrath a record contract in a bid to keep him at the club. The Ireland International is out of contract at the end of the season, already, of course, attracting interest. And the manager, Jim Goodwin, he knows he's got an asset on his hands. Yes, we're all extremely proud of uh, what Jamie's achieved in the last kind of 12 to 18 months. Um, you know, the fact now that he's getting the recognition we all believe he deserves off of Stephen Kenny and the FAI is, is fantastic for him. Um, and it's great, I think, inspiration for some of the younger ones within the group as well. You know, obviously, Conor Ronan comes into that category. Um, but some of the young Scottish lads as well, you know, they need to be looking that way as well. Like Ethan Erlihan and Dylan Reid and uh, one or two others, and and you know, having that kind of uh, aspirations to to really kick on and, and take their careers to the next level. And um, we've made Jamie an offer that we've never made a player in in the history of the club. But we're not stupid. We know that he's going to have numerous other offers, and no doubt somebody else will come in and blow us out of the water. But we want Jamie to know exactly what we think of him and um, we want to reward him with a great contract. Whether he takes that or not, that's all. It's a nice boost, isn't it? It's a show of faith. We'll make you the best offer we've ever made yeah. as a club. Sure, um, uh, it shows you what they think of him, but I think Jim will know that no matter what they offer him, there is going to be a bigger club out there. I think when you start getting international recognition, that's when... Clubs start taking the plunge for you Yeah I mean Gordon He came on at half time In Ireland's 3-0 win Against Azerbaijan On Saturday He's obviously previously Played this season I think his debut Against Portugal Was it He played against Serbia As well I remember Um, So he now becomes A standout Asset really For St Mirren Doesn't he Yeah he stocks very high Um, And there's no wonder That St Mirren Are doing everything They're poor But it's got to be Very difficult Gordon Um, The one thing That St Mirren Will know that They'll get a good fee because there are people out there, um, obviously, 
monitoring everything the boy's doing. He won't let stay at St Mirren. St Mirren know that anyway. It's nothing against the club. He's going to bigger things because he is a, a very, very good player. Uh, playing against Ross County, of course, this weekend, um, St Mirren. So that'll be a, a fascinating one. Another one, Gordon, but not even for the football, for the kickoff time, six o'clock. Dundee and Aberdeen moved that one, six o'clock on a Saturday. We don't get many of them. Um, bit of pressure on Aberdeen to kick off this next section of the season in, in form. I think a bit of pressure on both managers, to be quite honest with you. Um, Dundee's still looking for that first victory. Uh, you need to get that. If you get into nine games without a victory, then all of a sudden the manager comes under pressure. Aberdeen invested so much this season. You look mm. at the squad Aberdeen's got. I'm very surprised with the squad of players that Aberdeen have got that they have went, what is it, eight, nine without a win? Um, so... That is going to be another difficult game for them So looking forward to that one I think it's a trial for an American TV audience Mark, you've got family in Chicago Will they be tuning in to Dundee Aberdeen? Oh definitely not No No, <laughs> no. I think you're going to see No Is that what it is? I'll be is that why it's 6pm? Oh well that's interesting Yeah Yeah um, listen, it's it almost sounded convincing. It is, no, it's it's a huge game for Stephen Glass, mm. Aberdeen fans, and James McPake. Chicago, he won't McPake, even be tuning in for Copper. <laughs> but especially for Stephen Glass, a lot of pressure on his shoulders. Mountain, he needs a win. Pressure on you too because you've got one more on the teaser of the last ten full-time managers in the Scottish top flight with ten or more caps for their country: Gerard, Alexander, Davidson, Lennon, Wright, Holt, Levine, Miller. McCann One to get you think you've got it? I think so yeah Go for it um, Pat Alainen No uh, Alan Johnson No uh, Neil McCann No You've got him already uh, Paul Hartley <laughs> I just said him Paul already. Hartley No uh, Brian Rice No um, Oren Kearney <laughs> These um, are getting worse Oh these are getting worse <laughs> Keep um, going Oren Kearney Keep uh, going He's a PE teacher I know I'm run out of managers well, What have you given me? I'm just I'm, I'm loving your work I've Scottish Scottish mm-hmm. You've just forgotten You've totally forgotten About this guy 18 caps for Scotland You've just forgotten That he, he Jackie McNamara oh, No Hold oh, on Lee McCulloch at Kilmarnock Yes Well done well Gordon done. DL We got there in the end Thank you to Gordon and Mark uh, Back tomorrow With Gary Caldwell And We think Hugh Evans. We're hoping he's going to be back To join us <laughs> oh, yes. um, I will explain tomorrow <laughs> Callum Gallagher's up next